Welcome to WE Kiwi, where friends come in all sizes, shapes and species. And here's our new story. WE Kiwi crosses paths with a blue horn Juby Juby. <laughs> Wee sat up in bed and put his book back on the bedside table. He had nearly finished another detective novel of the McSmarty Party, but he knew he had better get to sleep, as tomorrow he had a busy day at work. Wee was an electrical engineer helping design new efficient transport solutions. He turned off the light, closed his eyes, and lay thinking of what he had to achieve tomorrow. He tossed and turned, trying to get comfortable. Both pillows were under his head, so his upper half was nearly vertical. It was still bright in the bedroom, so W.E. opened his eyes, wondering why it was so. W.E. shuffled out of bed to see where the light was coming from. As he opened the curtains, the shine of a full moon hit him. There wasn't a cloud in the night sky, and the whole neighbourhood was shimmering. Standing there, W.E. watched as a car drove by. Then old man Vincent from three doors down walked past with his parrot. Those people don't walk parrots, but old man Vincent liked to put his parrot on his shoulder and then walk around the neighbourhood, getting some fresh air. W.E. kept the curtains open and went back to bed. As he stared at the full moon, his eyes grew heavier. The moon started to melt and come into his room. W.E. was now floating along in a stream of clouded grey dust. It was soft, like marshmallow, and rocked him from side to side. He heard rain, but wasn't getting wet. Then he heard birds, but none were flying above him. What a strange place I've found myself, W.E. called out. There was a sound of a gong. Then a reply. Not so strange, but still needs cleaning, little bird. The grey streams twisted round and round, and with a thud, W.E. found himself at the bottom of a hole. The sides of the hole were yellow, with red rocks sticking out. Looking up, W.E. saw the opening. The sky was bright blue with green clouds floating by. Placing one wing on a rock above his head, W.E. lifted himself up. He put his feet on the rocks to get stable, so he could lift himself onward and upward. When his wings reached the top of the hole, with all of his might, he elevated his body out of the hole. What he saw around him took his breath away. He was in a fern grove. All different ferns, some small, some gigantic, stood around him. The ferns had different coloured trunks and fronds. Some leaves were green with pink undersides, others were brown with purple undersides. W.E. walked forward to one which was different to the rest. It was the same height as W.E. with a dark grey trunk. Its fronds were white, thin and wispy like horsehair, but the leaves were fluorescent orange with a pale green underside. As W.E. bent closer to the leaves, the whole fern bent towards him like it was about to whisper something. W.E. waited. Anticipation grew deep in his belly on what might happen next. Waiting, 
waiting, waiting. Then a sneeze. It was a sneezing fern. Giggling away, W.E. wondered if any of the other ferns had any strange behaviours. He had never seen a sneezing fern before, so what else might lie ahead? Looking upward at the blue sky, green clouds floated past as gigantic brown and white eagles flew overhead. Their wings were wider than a school bus with bright yellow beaks. They looked down at W.E. and nodded hello. W.E. waved back. From behind the ferns, a voice was mumbling. It sounded like it was complaining. It got quieter, then louder. W.E. called out. Hello there, are you stuck in a hole too? The voice mumbled then huffed. Well, this is a hole that will never be emptied or filled as long as the scruffadee are around. The cryptic reply stumped W.E. He didn't know how to answer. It came to him to just introduce himself, so that could be a start. Um, well I don't know what a scruffadee is, but let me introduce myself. I'm Warwick Kiwi but my friends just call me W.E. Who do I have the pleasure of meeting today? The ferns rustled, and out popped a very funny-looking creature. It was a round ball of purple fur with three massive yellow eyes. Out from the top of his head were two blue horns like a bull. It was smaller than W.E., but his two feet were just like his, but with red claws. Two arms hung down close to the ground with three fingers on each. In one arm was a sack, and in the other, a stick with a spike on the end. In the middle of his face was a long, yellow, duck-like mouth with two teeth poking out. It placed the sack and the stick on the ground and turned in a circle. Once the circle was complete, the creature shook its head from side to side. Holding both arms out, it announced, Welcome to the Kiwi called W.E. I am Tiberius Blatter the chief blue horn juby juby of this land. From the sea to the sky, the mountain tops to the valleys, below, this juby juby never sleeps against the scruffadee. W.E. found it quite a lot to take in at first, so slowly broke it down. So, Tiberius, you are a guardian of the land, but you are against the scruffadee. What have they done to upset you? Tiberius huffed, pulled down a large frond from one of the ferns. He was able to sit on it as a chair, then did the same for W.E. He patted the fronds to sit down. W.E. obliged and nestled his bum in comfortably. Well, W.E., how long do you have to discuss the contemptuous scruffity, as we could be here for some time? Tiberius started. They go through the forests, the meadows and the beaches, and they never clean up after themselves. I shake my fist at them, and they ignore me. My life has become the struggle to keep my land clean. It's not my rubbish, but it's my world. It should be here for everyone to enjoy. W leant back in his seat thinking, Well, you've shown them what happens if you don't clean up. Yes, I have, but they just scurry back into their caves, Tiberius replied. W.E. smiled. Hmm, I have an idea, Tiberius. Let me help you. Maybe I can show the scuffity how annoying their rubbish is, but in a polite way. Well, I'm up for anything, W.E. W.E. rolled off his seat and took the bag off Tiberius. You pick up, and I'll carry Tiberius. 
Through the ferns they went picking up rubbish. Tiberius was enjoying having some company, and they started making up little tunes as they went. Under a fern and down we go, picking up rubbish will never slow. Through the day, till we fill the sack, then off to the scuffity, we'll take it back. The sack of the rubbish was getting heavier and heavier as they went. W.E. wiped the sweat from his brow. Tiberius saw W.E. was tiring, so took the bag from him. Let's switch, and you pick up with my stick. But first, a drink. Tiberius pointed to a stream ahead. They walked to it, and Tiberius put his hands in. He didn't drink, but lifted rocks from the bottom. On the side of a stream, he made a circle of rocks and then filled it with water. It was his own little bowl. In the bowl, he took some leaves and crushed them in his hands. He gently swirled them around the water. Come, W.E., try my girder leaf tea. W.E. cupped one of his wings and drank from the bowl. It tasted like raspberry and mint iced tea. It was delicious. Taking another slurp, W.E. noticed Tiberius had gone. He looked around and he saw a bush move from across the river, so he assumed it was Tiberius. From behind him, Tiberius called out, I found some fresh leaves. So if Tiberius was behind him, who was across the river? Um, Tiberius, I think we have found a new friend across the river, coming for some of your tea. W.E. called out. Through the bushes came crashing Tiberius. Oh no they don't, the naughty scruffity, always trying to steal my tea. Peering through the bushes, the three sets of blue eyes. They snickered <laughs> and ran off. Tiberius was less than pleased at hearing them as they went. Do you know where the cave is, Tiberius? Let's go and meet with them. Tiberius shook his head. I know where they live, but I don't think we can fix their silly little ways. You never know, Tiberius. Let a kiwi bird give it a go. Tiberius took W.E. along the river till a fallen tree lay across it. There they crossed over and went up into the mountains. Rocks round and smooth made it difficult to ascend high. It took a little time, but they got high enough stopping outside a cave. Tiberius took in a deep breath and sighed. Here, W.E., it's where I believe you will find the Scruffity. W.E. couldn't see anything in the cave, so called out. Hello there, I'm W.E. Kiwi. I believe you've been dropping some of your belongings around the bush, so I've brought them back for you. W.E. and Tiberius were met with nothing but silence. W.E. took the sack of rubbish and placed it by the cave's opening. Here is the rubbish. My friend Tiberius will bring it back for you, but best you take it home yourself. Out from the darkness came a little creature that W.E. guessed was a scruffity. It was brown, thin, crawling on four legs. Elephant-like ears flapped along the ground, and his two blue eyes blinked at W.E. Why? Scruffity asked. Um, because we like to have our planet clean, and every little bit helps, W.E. replied. Why? The Scruffity asked again. So we can breathe clean air, and have nice trees growing, and all of us can grow wonderful fruit. The Scruffity opened its mouth, and asked again. Why? Then giggled. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Those naughty little troublemakers said they always pick up after themselves. There shall be a strong talking to tonight. 
Scruffity went into the cave with the bag. After a short moment, it came out with the bag empty. Here, I hope you don't need to use this again after my little mischief makers. Good day to you. As the Scruffity went back into the cave, W.E. turned to Tiberius. Well then, that was a great success. I hope that helped. Amazing, W.E. I have been cleaning up for weeks and all it took was taking it back to their cave. Simple solutions sometimes to simple problems. Come back to the river and let me make you tea. W.E. and Tiberius very carefully slid down the rocks back to the river. By the river's edge, Tiberius made a new pool and crushed leaves for tea. Sipping from what he was able to take in his wings, W.E. wiggled his toes feeling invigorated again. A one-eyed fish poked its head out of the water, waving one of its fins. Tiberius took it by the tail and dangled it above the tea. With three big gulps, the fish drank tea, then burped. <coughs> Tiberius placed the one-eyed fish back into the river, head first. W.E. waved at the one-eyed fish as it swam off. Well, Tiberius, everyone loves your tea. Yes, W.E. Tea is for everyone. Would you like to go back to the Fern Valley? We still have a lot to do for today, and tomorrow we may go to the beach as well. Once they returned to the fern grove, Tiberius made another pair of chairs. W.E. gazed at the green clouds as they floated across the sky. Then he saw there were three moons rising in the west. They all followed each other up in the sky. Tiberius noticed W.E. gazing. If we wait for a moment or two, we might see a shooting rainbow, W.E. W.E. was confused. Really? Not a shooting star? No, W.E. We have shooting rainbows. When a cloud dies, all the rain vaporizes in the sky to a rainbow. Oh, look, look! W.E. looked as a green cloud popped. Then a rainbow shot across the sky. His eyes stayed focused on the sky as the colors faded away. Looking intently, W.E. hoped he might see another one. Do you see them often, Tiberius? W.E. asked. Not really. They're one of the many wonders of this world. There is such beauty above and below to see. W.E. pointed to the moons. Where I come from, we only have one moon. Really? How very strange, W.E. This is the first set of three. There are another two sets to come, so we have nine moons travelling across the sky into the night. It must get very mundane to only have one moon. W.E. sat back in his chair and watched the moons. Not really. You can dream about all the things that you can explore on the moon. I would like to go hiking and into the caves. See if there are any hidden gems under the surface. W.E. looked closer at the moons and thought he saw someone was waving at him. Could it be a Scruffity? Looking closer, the moons appeared to join together. They were all falling towards him. He let his body float up to the moons, then glide around in the grey marshmallow again. His eyes closed as he felt a warm rush of air around him. He could still taste the Gerda tea in his beak. The grey of the marshmallow was turning yellow and bright. W.E. opened his eyes and saw the sun rising through his window. The heat radiated through the glass to his bed. 
it was going to be a hot, hot day. At work, W.E. sat with the window open letting fresh air to cool himself. For lunch, he sat under a tree with his friend Cameron. They ate their sandwiches and discussed what to do in the weekend. If it was going to be hot like today, then they had better head to the beach. Cameron finished his sandwiches and scrunched up his paper bag. Let's see, W.E., if I can throw the bag in the rubbish in one go. W.E. smiled. Okay, Cameron, away you go. Cameron concentrated, bent his wrists, and threw the bag to the bin. It glided towards the rubbish bin, but a gust of wind moved it off course into the ground. W.E. giggled. Better pick it up, Cameron. You don't want to be a scruffity. What's a scruffity, W.E.? A little creature that doesn't pick up its rubbish, but a kiwi bird and a blue horn juby juby can always teach you the right ways. Oh, W.E., you come up with the strangest creatures. And with that, they both went back to work. The end. Thanks for listening and following along. And stay tuned for more fun with W.E. Kiwi. Okay, Quark, you can have the night off. I think I'll clean up by myself. Oh, I can have some time off. Oh, I wonder what I could do with my time off. Or maybe I go to the beach. Or I could go to the aquarium. Or I could go to the library. Yes, I'll go to the library and get some new books out. Okay. Oh, I've got to get ready for some new stories. Thanks, Don. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Turning off in five, four, three, two, one.